Welcome to Real Black Content Forum Podcast. This is Big BJ checking in. Today's conversation, we're going to talk about the Democrat plantation, right? <laughs> we're going to talk about the Democrat plantation, and this plantation is starring D.O. Hughley, it's starring Roland Martin, it's starring Amanda Seals, right? And we're going to have today, you know, we're going to have that conversation today. Now, there's a lot of co-stars involved with this Democrat plantation. It's co-starring Ricky Smiley. It's co-starring Hot 97. It's co-starring The Breakfast Club. And let me just say this, because it's also co-starring... Every single morning radio host in the urban market. Because they have been strategically placed there. And when I say strategically placed there, I'm talking about comedians. Right? It, it's by design that morning radio and urban markets are hosted by comedians. That's by design. That's not a mistake. It, it's just you. It's just us. No matter what market that we're going to, there's a comedian hosting the show. That's by design. If it's not a comedian, it's somebody from the music world. Hip-hop, preferably, that's hosting the show. That's by design. What they're there for is to keep us shooking and jiving. And when it's election time... The liberals swing by the platforms and they just have to seem likable. Nobody is there to challenge them. They're just there to be likable. Right? That That's the backdrop. Dio Hughley, though, he calls out Ice Cube and he calls out Trump. He did so on his platform and the video was up on Black American Web. You know, if you want to see it in, in its entirety and not chopped up, you can go check it out. We're going to chop it up here, right? We're going to play D.O. clips, and we're going to stop it a bunch of times throughout. Now, the entire clip is like four minutes long. We're going to chop it up a little bit, right? So, let's play the video. Right, Carrie, fantasy is a fantasy to believe that you can get this administration to do anything. It's, uh, you've seen black person after black person after black person after black person ruin themselves on the altar of Trump with nothing in return. And Ice Cube is the latest one. Okay. We just heard a statement by D.L. Hughley. Now, here's the question. What black people are you talking about? Black person after black person after black person. And went and talked to the Trump administration? Who? I only know one celebrity that went up to the Trump administration, and that was Steve Harvey. And black America shamed him. It's okay. He bounced back. He got that number to Dr. Ben Carson for HUD. And he acts like he don't like the Trump administration, but he kept that number. When he went up there to get he got it. Outside of that, all these black people and black I don't know who in the hell deal's talking about. Do you know who he's talking about? Because <laughs> we don't know. They're laid on the altar of Trump. Nah, we don't know. But let's continue. 
the platinum plan. When I heard it, it was insulting from the gate. Why didn't they have the spinning rims plan? We have a third wave of COVID coming right now, and he's meeting with the dude that gave us three Fridays. The platinum plan. Why not the spinning rims plan? Okay. The plan that the Democrat Party have in place for black America is called Lift Every Voice. What's the difference? What's the difference between the platinum plan and Lift Every Voice? I don't see a difference. In fact, put some spinning rims on it. Nah, the only person that been in the movie that got some spinning rims deal is you. Soul playing is your thing. <laughs> it's not cube thing. That's your thing. <laughs> but let's continue. And he's meeting with the dude that gave us three Fridays. You can always tell the seriousness and import of the meeting based on who was in there. Based on what is what, what the topic at hand is. Yes, people are right when they say we have a lot of problems. We need a seat at the table. But we need the right people at the table. We need people from education, from finance, from, medicine, from medical, from prison reforms, sociology. People who have done this for a living and not made a couple of banging albums. Let's stop the deal again. Um, we don't need a meeting with a guy that made three Fridays. Big Mama always said that if you want to know what a man really feels, just let him talk long enough, he'll tell you. If you want to know what a man really feels, just let him talk long enough, he'll tell you. So Cube got three Fridays. What do you got, DL? You got three good Fridays? Is this what this really all about? Because now when you really replay his rants, because he's emotional, he's a male that's emotional and it's noticeable. That's one. The last time I seen DL come out of a trick bag is when he came at Steve for meeting with Trump. Right. If you can remember, Steve Harvey met with the Trump administration after Trump got elected, not before, after he got elected. D.L. had something to say about that. Okay. Was it really all about Trump? Because there was a little friction with D.L. and Steve before that. Because, see, let's go back, right? Let's go back to Don Imus. Don Imus is a shock jock. He's no longer here. He's passed away. He made a statement, though, during the college tournament that when a certain team won... And there was a bunch of sisters on the team, and they was dark-skinned. And Don Imus said, boy, those are some nabby-headed hoes there. Right? Shock, shock. So the media, they went to D.L. Hughley to see what he got to say. Because D.L., he says things on the edge also. And D.L.'s reply was, they wasn't hoes, but they sure was nappy-headed. After that, he was scheduled to go on the Steve Harvey morning show. Steve didn't let him. Steve said, man, listen, 75, 80% of my fan base are females, bro. I can't let you on my show. It's not happening. Stay up, though. I'll get up with you later. 
So sometimes when these guys get an opportunity to attack you, it's not really about politics. Even though I think DL is a liberal bootlegger, some things are just deeper than what it is. It's deeper than what it shows. Because he just made a statement. See, we don't want the administration meeting with a guy that made three good Fridays. So I got to thinking about Ice Cube. I started thinking about Cube Vision. And then I thought about, damn, Ice Cube been overlooking you all this time. I think that what the real root of the problem is. That's what I think the root of the problem is because, see, when it's time to look for comedic male talent, Ice Cube reaches out to Anthony Anderson, said the entertainer, Cat Williams. Hell, he even reached out to Charlie Day when he made Fist Fight. Kevin Hart. Those three Fridays were Faison and Mike Epps and Chris Tucker and Players Club was Bernie Mac. Is that what this really about? You using this as an opportunity because you're really upset about that. Bro, nobody knows D.L. Hughley like that, though. We don't even know in the hood. I don't know about any other city. We trying to figure out how you made the Kings of Comedy. Like, how did he make it on there? Like, this dude ain't even funny like that. Never had a banging show. He's been in comedy for 20 years. I don't know anybody that can quote a D.L. Hughley joke. I don't know nobody saying, remember when D.L. said, thus, thus, and so? It's just not happening. We have a third wave of COVID coming right now, and he's meeting with the dude that gave us three Fridays. You can always tell the seriousness and import of the meeting based on who was in. You know the I'm nickname she gave her father when she was growing up? She'd call me Joey B. So yep. we may be related to something. Yep, Cardi B and Joey B. <laughs> he goes on to say that you can tell how serious they are about who they meet with. Bro, they just met with Cardi B. Biden just met with Cardi B. What does that mean then? Not Janelle Monet. <laughs> Not take you know. And you know, Janelle Monet, she's a liberal. He didn't meet with her though. He met with Cardi B. What does that say? It doesn't say nothing. It won't say nothing anyway, because see, these liberals are put on these radio stations with these comedians. And your job is to make them seem likable. This is why Kamala Harris can come to the Ricky Smiley Morning Show, right? And Ricky asked her, what did she think about the fly that fell on the head of Vice President Pence? And then he closed the interview out by asking her, what song did she like between Atomic Dog and something else? Pure foolishness. She meets with Amanda Seals. All the questions that you can ask the potential vice president about your community, about rights, about anything. And Amanda Seals asks her, who was her favorite rapper? That's why they go hang out with the bootlickers, because they know you guys are going to give them the softball underhand questions over the plate. And then when they go meet with real constituents, 
real voters who they respect, the questions don't get as easy. They get hard. Let's continue. Let me ask you something. Why is it that you will meet with Ice Cube, but you will not meet with the Congress to get a stimulus uh, plan passed? Why is it you won't meet with Joe Biden in another debate, but you'll meet with Ice Cube? Why is it that you will not meet with the people who are trying to stem the coronavirus, but you'll meet with Ice Cube? And I'll tell you what it is. Out of all these meetings he's had with these black people, why are they always actors, comedians, rappers, and athletes? Let's stop on that. He said he'd meet with the, talking about Trump, he'd meet with Ice Cube, but he won't meet with anybody from Washington to get that stimulus package worked out, right? Okay. Okay. Now, let's let's be clear. He never met with Cube. Trump never met with Ice Cube, just the administration. But dig this, though. Trump been in politics three and a half years, right? Let me uh, let me sell you guys a storybook ending. <laughs> let me sell you. It's not hard. If Trump can't get a deal done, and he should work harder to make a deal, so the American people to be straight. But here's the thing: Biden is a sitting senator. Kamala Harris is a sitting senator. Right. This is a storybook I'm going to sell you guys. See, anybody with a half a brain would say Trump can't get the deal done. And what should happen in the storybook is Biden, even though he's running for president, him and Kamala Harris, they come off the campaign trail and they get a deal done. And then they get back on a campaign trail and they say, listen, even during my run for the presidency, I'm working for the American people. I had to stop and get a deal done for you guys. Right. We put that together. Joe Biden and Harris put that deal together for you. We did that for y'all. Storybook. Would have dropped miles all over the country. Didn't happen. You know why it didn't happen? See, it's not about making no package right now. It's not about no stimulus package. Because if it was, they could have put Joe Biden up, made him look like the whole hero. He'd been in, listen, the elder's talking about Trump making a deal. Yo, dude been in office and sitting in politics for 47 years. Goddamn, you should know everybody down there, bro. You should make any deal. It should be easy for you. He didn't make no deal. They're not trying to make no deals. They want the economy to tank. Because the economy is tanking, that makes Trump look bad and you can get Biden and Harris in there. In my estimate, the powers that be are only trying to get Biden and Harris in office because they want to turn America into a police state. That's it. All you got to do is look at the qualifications. All you got to do is look at the candidates that was running. Everybody that was police and police friendly was running for office on that Democrat side. Cory Booker was running. Listen, they had Mr. Stop and Fritz himself running, right? The business guy, all right? Bloomberg. Stop and Fritz himself? Then they poured Joe Biden out. He was like fourth. Then he poured Kamala Harris out. Running mate. She was like seven. Like, where did you get the... But if you look at their record, they're very, very close to law enforcement. 
That's all I can see is law enforcement. Let's continue. Out of all these meetings he's had with these black people, why are they always actors, comedians, rappers, and athletes? And do you know why Trump picks the black people he picks? Because they are all entertainers, and that's what he thinks this is. All I have to do is show niggas a shiny thing, and they'll be distracted. The platinum plan. Let's stop a minute. Who's these so-called black people that Trump is picking? I don't know any. Do you know any? Anytime you see an entertainer standing with a politician, it's a Democrat. Bro, we just seen, we can't act like we didn't see Hillary Clinton running around with Jay-Z. Hillary Clinton running around with Beyonce. We can't act like we just didn't see Joe Biden with Cardi B. We can't act like we didn't see Joe Biden with Young Jeezy. We can't act like we didn't see that, bro. We've seen it. What is he talking about? Nobody knows what he's talking about. Yo, when you see Trump, and we're going to keep it a bean, the black Americans that's around him, they like some business guys, elite guys, some collegiate, master's degree, PhD type of black Americans. That's the only ones you see around Trump. And if they're not that, they're preachers. That's it. Clergymen, business guys with big degrees, fancy titles, that's it. When you see these liberals, all entertainers, man. All entertainers, knucklehead entertainers at that. What is D.O. talking about? He's a bootlicker. He's there to make liberals likable. That's the only reason he's there. The platinum plan. You could tell right away that he was working with somebody on that. $500 billion, where do you get that from? And for Ice Cube to say, well, I talked to the Democrats, but uh, they, they said they couldn't do anything after the election. Let me tell you why. Because they don't hold the power right now. They don't hold the presidency and the Senate. And to get anything past that $500 billion that you supposedly got, who gives it to you? It, it's appropriated by the Congress, but the Senate has to pass it. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. He said, we're going to, they told Ice Cube, they're going to talk to you later because they don't have the power right now. What does that mean? They don't got the power right now. They, they only had time to talk to you, bro. Not to really put your plan in their plan. What, what dig this though? They're not in power right now, but, um, Joe Biden already promised 11 million illegal immigrants amnesty when he wins see they can make these promises to who they want if I get elected I'm going to put in 11 million illegal immigrants I'm going to give them amnesty so black Americans what are you getting out the deal you're voting for Democrat parties so they can pass LGBT rights but you don't want to marry the same sex. You're voting for the Democrat Party so they can create big government. But you don't want more taxes taken out your check. Democrat government pushes abortion. But you got five kids, four different baby moms. You ain't big on abortion either. 
church on every corner. I kind of know where your values is at. I, I get it though. You're not into transgender recognition. You're just not into it. You're not into sharing a bathroom with somebody from the opposite sex. The men don't care. It won't bother us, but it might bother you if your big mama go into the store, then she go into the restroom, and the guy go in the restroom behind her. We're just not into that. So, on top of all that, you're a homegrown black person. You're a foundational black American. You're ADOS. So, amnesty don't help you. So, you're voting Democrat to help 11 million immigrants become citizens. And where are these people going to work when they get this citizenship? (laughs) Who do you think they're going to compete for the jobs when they get their citizenship? Right now, they got to just take anything because they're not citizens. But when they get their citizenship, it's going to be a different story. <laughs> it's gonna be a different... Yo, yo, I'm going to tell you a story. Yo, dig this. Never in my days, I'm talking about Detroit. Never in my days, right, have I, um, we, we never seen Border Patrol before. I mean, I, I mean, the city of Detroit, I mean, we like, I don't know, what, 10 or 15 minutes from Canada. But we never seen Border Patrol before. So what we figured out is that Trump is not creating no new jobs. What, what he's doing is he's just putting Border Patrol in cities that's bordering countries. And he's running the illegals off. And black Americans is just going back and getting those jobs. That That's kind of like how that's working. It's not no real new jobs being created. But the first time I seen a white van or a white SUV with the green stripe in the center. <laughs> I've never seen that before until Trump got in office. That's kind of like what's going on. Let's continue. Can you see that happening? They won't give money for airports. Airlines are closing. But I'll talk to you. Schools are shutting down. People are close to being homeless. But I'll talk to Q. It is all for folly. He is one of my favorite rappers. And if we were talking about making a great album or some of the other projects he's done, that's all in. But to sit down with that man who only uses black people for caricatures, only for backdrops, only for photo ops, it is insulting. Whoa, 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 what? Trump is using black Americans for backdrops and photo ops? Trump? Who's standing next to him? Yo, yo, maybe this is a better question. (laughs) Maybe this is a better question. If the Democrat Party is getting 90% of the black vote, why does one man that's an entertainer talking to a president bother you so much? It shouldn't bother you so much. They get 90%, bro. 30% of the Asians, Asian Americans, vote for Trump. 30% of Hispanics vote for Trump. 8% of black Americans vote for Trump. Okay, so why would that bother you so much? Who cares? 
How does it affect you? Who cares? Does it make sense? Now, I know me just paying attention to Twitter and me paying attention to social network in general. Most of the people that's attacking Cube are island Negroes is what I call them. And I love my people no matter where you're from. I love black people all over the world. But this island Negroes. Negroes from St. Vincent, Negroes from Jamaica, Negroes from Haiti, Negroes from Puerto Rico, Negroes from the Virgin Islands. That's it. Caribbean Negroes. Then a couple Negroes from Honduras, then a couple Negroes from Belize. You see them with the flags in the back. You know why they get upset? Because they need that amnesty. And they're playing the we all black game to get people like me and you that's foundational black Americans or ADOS Americans or black Americans that are descendants of the plantations. They're trying to get us to vote their way so they can get their people that free ticket to this country. And when you don't go that way and you start going to the conservative party because the conservative party is not going to give you no amnesty. They're just going to leave you illegal. And then when they catch you, they're going to put you out of the country. So they get upset when Cube went the other way. Because their family living in this country is at stake. Not yours. Not mine. Don't affect us. So you know what? Sometimes it's not about... This is this is a little radical. Hell, if we can't get nothing now... The Republican Party, we keep getting the shaft because they're not going to do nothing for us. They they know we only get, they know that they're only getting 8% of our vote. They know this, right? Okay, so since they know that, though, if we're not getting nothing out the Democrat Party, neither, we're going to have to start making some of these illegal immigrants pay up. Somebody got to start paying for this vote. That's radical, but that got to, it's got to come. We're going to have to start charging some of these, some of these folks. They look like kinfolks, but not quite. (laughs) They're going to have to start chipping in. Because they need us more than we need them. That's a fact. Republicans don't need us. Liberals need you. Republicans don't need you. That man won a whole election with 8% of the black vote. That means he can win another one without you. He got 30% of Hispanic vote. He got 30% of the Asian vote. He can make up the difference on the back end. That's what George Bush did. That's what W did. George W got the Hispanic vote to make up for what he would lose at the black vote. So when they sit in office, they ain't got to give you nothing. But the smart thing for us to do is... That 90% voting liberal, it need to come down. If you got 100 rappers, they should say, look, you 30, y'all pull for Trump, and these other 70, we're going to pull for um, Biden. Because we need at least 30% going the other way, so both parties will offer us something, and both parties is working in our favor. But if you just got 90% of the party going one way, no matter what, ain't nobody got to do nothing for you. Why? 
We got your vote anyway. Who cares? Let's continue. While Ice Cube was meeting me, did he talk to him about how he's trying to suppress the vote? Did he talk to him about the fake ballot boxes they have all over the country? Did he talk to him about the poll watchers they're going to have that, that could potentially have violent outcomes with black people? Did he talk to them about how long our lines we have to wait in to vote? Did he do that? Did he talk to them about the way black women in childbirth died disproportionately? Did you have those conversations? You know why you didn't? Because that wasn't what it was for. The platinum plan. That's what we'll do. Right now, today, there's an article in Newsweek that says the Proud Boys, right now, they're planning a civil war if Trump loses. That's enough for DL for today. He's going to close out the video with the selling of fear. And victimization, because that's what liberals do. They poverty pimp, right? We're going to help you get out the hole, but we've been voting for you guys 90% since 1964 when nobody's out the hole. So that's not going to work. And then when you can't poverty pimp, you switch and do, you're the victim. They're great at that. See, he's a racist, and we're going to protect you from this racist. All this he's talking about Trump, right? And to go for Biden. Every single time Trump throws a White House dinner. Don't you know Biden is there? Biden and Jill is there. Hillary and Bill Clinton is there. Nancy Pelosi is there. All those guys is there. See, they only play that racism game for you. They don't mean it. Yo, if they really meant it. You want to see what real beef look like? Watch black Americans. We beef in person. We beef on Twitter. We beef on Facebook. We're beefing. Politicians don't beef. They put on the show. For you. For your vote. Because if Trump was as racist as they say he is, they'd be beefing nonstop Twitter wars back and forth. Back and forth. But it's not. It's not happening. There's no Twitter wars. If Trump was racist, he would have just did what he did to Barack Obama. He didn't. He gave John McCain, who's in the same party as him, by the way, and he's no longer here. But he gave John McCain that work while he was alive 10 times harder than he ever gave Barack. That's that dude. That's his character. But you know what, though? We fall for the he's the racist guy, babe. And then when Trump is out of office, guess what is going to be going on in 2024? The next Republican guy is going to be racist. And then 2028, the next that's all they got. And they've been running the he's the racist game since 1964. And no, nobody's going for that no more, bro. Dio Hughley's a bootlicker. He's doing what he's paid to do. Amanda Seals is the bootlicker. She's doing what she's paid to do. Roland Martin is a bootlicker. They're all getting paid. They want Sharpton's old job. Sharpton getting dough. He's a reverend. Nobody never seen him preach a sermon. Lay hands on nobody for the sick. They never called on Sharpton for prayer. <laughs> they never called on Sharpton to do anything. <laughs> Shout to just show up to get the bag because somebody was a victim. 
then he plays that victim game out. He gets a check, and then you won't see him to the next time, to the next time. But, sh- but hey, Shopton's getting old. Shopton's retiring. And all you see now is a bunch of Negroes jockeying for his old position. Peace and black power to your family. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you guys so much for hanging out, man. Real black content is form, man. This is Big VJ. I get it with you guys later. Peace.